0: Welcome to the podcast series, Withers Talks Cryptocurrency. I am Charles Kolstad, a tax partner with the law firm Withers and a member of the Global Cryptocurrency Group. I am delighted to host this podcast series. In these podcasts, I am acting, asking cryptocurrency-related questions to my colleagues in Withers Cryptocurrency Group around the world. With me today is Joe Bambara, attorney technologist who is a consultant in our New York office. The title of this episode is So You're Thinking of Investing in Cryptocurrency and we'll cover the top tips for individuals to consider when beginning to invest in cryptocurrencies. Before we get started, I want to remind listeners that anything discussed in this podcast is for informational purposes only and we're not providing any investment, legal or other advice. It's an exciting time in the world of cryptocurrency. For those who have been watching the valuations of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, they have been soaring definitely through 2020 and into 2021. Although, as always, there have been some dips. The area has become much more institutionalized, with a lot of larger financial institutions creating funds or investing themselves in cryptocurrency, starting in the middle to late 2020. Even PayPal now offers cryptocurrencies to their account holders. With that new accessibility, we're seeing a broader base of people who feel like they can enter the market and begin investing. And that is part of the reason why we put together today's episode. The benefits are appealing, but there are also limitations and risks to weigh. What should you consider before an investing in cryptocurrency? Let's get started with a question for Joe Bombara. Joe so what is top of mind when someone is looking to enter the crypto market
1: right that's a great question Uh, a good place to start is to to get a small account with one of the many exchanges two of the the popular and reputable ones are coinbase and kraken there's lots of them in fact and you should just check them out and find the one that makes you feel comfortable should look for exchanges that practice strong kyc know your client and due diligence make sure that they're secure they're easy for you to use and start out that you can get your your fiat currency in and out things like that um those exchanges that i mentioned coinbase and kraken and all the other good reputable ones uh they only sell cryptocurrencies that are vetted well there are 7,000 cryptocurrencies so you can imagine that some of them are not secure and some of them um, will come and go uh, and they you know the ones at the lower end are are probably interesting but dangerous so uh, a centralized exchange like uh, Coinbase or Kraken is a safer place to invest compared to decentralized exchange, although those are on the up and up, but they're better for the advanced. The decentralized exchanges are used for advanced investors. Those are people that are using um, products called uh, decentralized finance projects. We'll be talking about those in a later web- webinar. So Bitcoin and Ethereum are probably the two most important cryptocurrencies. Uh, Every crypto transaction in that DeFi space I talked about starts with either Bitcoin or Ethereum and then either Bitcoin or Ethereum is converted into some other cryptocurrency and then used on that product uh, in a decentralized finance application. The Ethereum platform uh, has a cryptocurrency called Ether. It's the second largest cryptocurrency and it's an interesting one because it has utility. It has a capability to be programmed. And that program capability is used by uh, the 7,000 or so cryptocurrencies that exist today to create what we call smart contracts. We'll discuss those in depth in a later podcast as well. But suffice it to say that smart contracts are computer programs. They're used to perform transactions, i.e. buy and sell crypto on exchanges and all those currencies. Another important thing about Ethereum which can make the Ether, the underlying cryptocurrency more valuable. It's that it has a standard called ERC-20 and that's an API, a programming interface that allows all those other cryptocurrencies to do transaction transfers amongst themselves. So it creates this wonderful um, uh, interoperability, again, that is being used in this decentralized finance space. Uh, This programmatic API is used by all these projects, as I mentioned. So because of that, you have a large knowledge base. People know that 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 standard. And there are a lot of developers out there on the whole world that know it. So it's programmatic capability and its interoperability make it a key for for the future of uh, cryptocurrencies and decentralized finance. So that's two of the cryptocurrencies. But again, if you're getting started, you want to go to a place like CoinGecko. That's CoinGecko, G E C K O, where you can see the price for lots of cryptocurrencies. You can see their market caps. You can see trends and things like that. You can see all the 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 popular ones i mentioned or even the newer ones of the of the 7000 plus and you can take a look and learn all about cryptocurrencies a great space for for learning knowledge and gaining knowledge around cryptocurrencies and and doing due diligence before you jump into the market and put your well-earned dollars in there so how do cryptocurrencies gain value well bitcoin um, is going to gain value because it's um, it's kind of like real estate. There's only so much of it. There'll only be 21 million bitcoins, and after that, no more of it will be mined. So it's got a uh, finite, uh, fixed thing. So anything like that is probably going to uh, become popular. It's it's also. The backbone of a lot of these uh, decentralized finances is used as a collateral in lots of countries where there's inflation uh, that's used as a place to, uh, to, to protect yourself against inflation. So it's an interesting global uh, crypto, and it's got a lot of value because of that. And again, Ether, as I mentioned, the second largest cryptocurrency has got value because of its, um, its wonderful utility. So price-wise, it's very interesting. The value of Bitcoin arose uh, dramatically in 2020. And it topped out at around 30,000. And then in uh, 2021, it actually rose pretty quickly, almost to um, 60K uh, a couple of weeks ago. But in the last week or so, it has had a little bit of a turmoil. And it's a volatile thing. So again, one warning, uh, if you're thinking about getting into the crypto space, it is a volatile uh, space. And, and you have to be on top of it. And you have to be careful and not put any uh, funds in there that, uh, that, are, that are hard to lose. So a very careful place to be. Another thing about gaining value and utility of uh, cryptocurrency, there are other ones. That, uh, one of that's interesting is um, uh, one called Polkadot. It's uh, an Ethereum cousin. The uh, the founder of Polkadot is Gavin Wood, and he was uh, um, uh, also a founder of Ethereum. And it's a top, one of the top five cryptocurrencies as well. And its utility and importance is that it creates a lot of interoperability. So it's uh, um, uh, a platform that allows you to... Uh, Move cryptocurrencies between different platforms and that is going to have lots of value as we move into this um, um, You know these new set of financial products called decentralized finance So that's my quick answer about what I talk what I think about when someone mentions their their desire to get into the crypto space again Be careful, but it's definitely here. It's not going to go away. It's not a fad It's something that's going to stay with us for the duration
0: Thanks, Joe very helpful another question that frequently comes up is what are the paths to liquidity with cryptocurrency I thought I would take this question so the first starting point is to as as Joe was saying there are some key uh, tokens cryptocurrencies Bitcoin Ethereum and others so one of the issues is what is the market cap what is the liquidity what exchanges are they traded on And whether you're investing in the stock market or in cryptocurrency you want to know if I invest and it turns out that the investment was successful how do I get it into something that I can spend either a fiat currency as we call it or back into Bitcoin or Ethereum where you can go to overstock.com or uh, lots of other places and actually use the coins the tokens uh, to purchase goods because at the end of the day you, you invest in the tokens in the crypto in order to make money and if you can't use that money to do anything with it's not it's not particularly helpful um, and in the in the crypto space they come in flavors from a securities law perspective and that's important for reasons we'll get into in just a minute. Um, If they're a utility token, as the term of art is, something like Bitcoin, Ethereum, then they can be traded on exchanges, there's liquidity, you can sell it to anybody, and the blockchains are, you know, anonymous. When you do a transaction to sell uh, or convert some Bitcoin into Ethereum or Ethereum back into Bitcoin, you don't know who the other side of the transaction is and that becomes important because if the token is in an early stage of development and has not become a utility token then it is from a securities law perspective a security which means that you either have to have if you want to have a path to liquidity the security either has to be registered with the SEC which is unlikely in not going to happen in any short time frame or you can qualify for a exemption from registration but typically to qualify for one of those exemptions from registration you have to know who the other side of the transaction is are they an accredited investor Um, and there's slowly developing uh, some technologies in the decentralized finance area where and in the smart contract area where people are providing tokens that you can use to determine whether or not on an anonymous basis the other side of the trade is a, a credit investor or not if they are life is good you can s- do your transaction with that person and even if it's a security you're exempt under the securities laws um, and so we we expect to see a lot of development in in that area there's a series of cases there's one that just came out a couple of days ago the SEC is taking regrettably a a sort of dim view on uh, whether a token constitutes a security or not and I think Joe will get into why the SEC is taking as dim a view as they are um, but there is a test called the Howey test which de- has several factors and you look at that to determine whether or not uh, a particular token a particular uh, c- uh, c- cryptocurrency is a security for securities law purposes they're not a security for tax law purposes they're not a security for corporate law purposes but for secure US securities law purposes they are security so you you need to uh make sure you understand where the token or the crypto that you're about to invest in falls is a security or is it a utility token joe the next question is basically how do i pick a particular crypto to invest in there are so many choices
1: yes as i was mentioning before everyone should at least get a coinbase account put a few uh, what money you can spare in there, learn how to work with these cryptocurrencies. Then, after you become a little bit comfortable, you can go to a place, as I mentioned before, like CoinGecko, take a look at the market caps. As we said before, there are 6,000 uh, cryptocurrencies, and that space is growing. What I like to do is, um, you know, it, it's a you can find that really interesting project. I'll give you an example of one that I've, that I've done some work for where they collect, um, Uh, Health information and anonymize it, and then provide it as research for um, solving a lot of the problems that we have. New problems like the pandemic and things like that, and the and in exchange, you you can buy uh, that that coin can be gain from from providing the research also can be used in, a, in an ecosystem so cryptocurrencies are not only going to be valuable in terms of investment but they will be valuable in terms of a sharing information and getting something in return maybe coin uh, tokens in return for sharing some information or sharing some data about ourselves that can be used to better the planet and then and then taking that cryptocurrency and it could be turned into to monies or currencies or it can be used uh, as loyalty points for any kind of a service so crypto currencies in general are not just investments. They are going to be um, sort of a, a way to do lots of things that we, we haven't done, where people share and get something back. You put a lot of information out there on Facebook or or, or some of these places, you don't really get anything. You, you, um, you review a restaurant and say that it's great food. You don't really get anything back for that. In the new uh, crypto ecosystems, you'll be rewarded for things that you make contributions for. And the more of that that happens, I think it'll, lots, of different spaces as I said the medical space will benefit Uh, lots of things will benefit so I I like to do research like that I like to see which projects are not only great investments in terms of making money but things that all that are generally good for the planet so stuff like that sounds uh, that's the crypto space in general that's the uh, the idealism that a lot of the developers uh, project developers have
0: thank you Joe for the discussion today And to all of our listeners, thanks for joining the first episode of Withers Talks Cryptocurrency Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out.